that walk was not as painful, mm -hmm. although I have had plenty of pain because of the torn area. And what I was very concerned about it for a while. I did make sure to have the doctor look at it before we left. You did. And this is, you have now have two spots where there were torn stitches. And the one that we noticed before leaving was the one behind the scrotum. Yep. And that's the one that you think you tore in the hospital there. You might have torn the other one in the hospital too. I might have. I don't know. The MA said that it's not uncommon to have so much swelling that things tear. Okay. But, you did have a but lot of swelling. She also, what she said is it's not uncommon to have so much swelling that stitches pop. That's different than skin tearing now that I think about it. So anyhow, it's not like I can fix it just because I know how it happened. Yeah. But either way, by the third day, you're getting ready to come home yes. and they get you up, they get you walking. Yes. Did they put you in a wheelchair to get you downstairs or were you able to sit in a freaking wheelchair? It had armrests. Okay. And I leaned on the armrest. Okay. And I thought, oh, I hope we hurry. Oh. Yeah, because sitting has not been a thing this whole time. Right. It's not just because of the torn area. It's because it's a big surgery. It is a big surgery, and you cannot sit on your stitches comfortably. On any kind of surgery, you would not be sitting on your stitches comfortably. No. So we got back to Venice. Uh-huh. Took us all day, but we got back. Took us all day to get out of there. It did. Not unusual. It's a hospital. Then I had to figure out how to maneuver myself around at Venice, and you would doctor me up and help me in and out of the shower and we do all that kind of stuff and then we went back on a Monday or Tuesday for the wound check. Yes, your first appointment they just needed to look at everything and make sure everything had gone where it was supposed to and was not going sideways at all. Right. And that one was good. Then your second check. I was still so swollen you couldn't tell what was where. No, it was just a mass of globby swollen tissue. Yes, which I expected. And then the second one, the second visit was a week after that, in which they would take out the folly catheter. They, they took out the lower catheter, the one through your urethra. Right. And then they had you pee, and then they were using the suprapubic catheter to check how much was not making it out each time. But you were peeing just fine. I was. And so at your third visit, they took out the suprapubic catheter and just had you pee regular. Although at that point, your bladder was fairly full. And so it took them a while to be able to just be like, put a Band-Aid on it because you needed to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it was not, it wouldn't stop leaking. It and would it's not. because the nurse who did it, the other one she had done, she had not had that problem. But I had been in there for a while and I had not peed since I left Vinny's. So, so they ended up having to take I, you in your like robe I that offered, they had given you. I offered. Yes. Because I felt like the nurse was going to be there forever with us. And I said, you know, I have no problem going in my robe down the hall to the bathroom, which you have to go out of the office. The of bathroom the is in the hallway stairwell. Yeah. Like, fortunately, the men's room was on our floor because in that building, because it is very old, on each floor in the stairwell, on one floor, there's a men's room. And on the next floor, there's a women's room. So I was able to get in there and empty my bladder so that she could bandage me up. Yes. And let, let us go back to Vinny's. Yes. And by that point, you were actually doing really well. You were walking around. You were really mobile. You were off of your pain meds by that 
third visit? I was off of my pain meds before the third visit, and I did take a pain med for that visit because they said it, it was going to hurt. Removing the catheter can be painful. She, she It was like magic. She did some kind of magic, and it did not hurt. Well, I think part of that was the fact that you had taken the pain med, but also she was also really freaking good at it. She was because I felt nothing, and then she was watching me the whole time, and then that was it. And yep. I was like, you did that? Like, I felt I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And you still feel things with pain meds. Yeah. But yeah, she was really good at it. Now, over the course of these two weeks that you were recovering, we were staying at Cousin Vinny's. And Cousin Vinny primarily works from home, has very loud Zoom meetings has construction construction happening at their house and the construction people play very loud music mostly banda which was great the first day but got a little old after like four days in a row when it's underneath us and there's nothing between us and insulation they were working on the lower floor and we were staying in the upper floor yes yeah and so there was that and then because Vinny has EDS, they have some coordination issues and they kind of clunk and thunk and clomp around the house and they cook with clunking and thunking and they clean with clunking and thunking and they work with clunking and thunking. And they, I had headphones in a lot to try and avoid sensory overwhelm. Well, because there was no break from it all day with the construction and the loud music and then because Vinny would drop things, it would start. You. Mm-hmm. And you were already sensory overloaded. I was. Yeah. So that was rough going. It was. And so after two weeks, I was like, I really just need to chill. But you knew that you were not quite ready to travel yet. Mm-hmm. And so I packed up as much of my stuff and your stuff as I could take. And the day that I was supposed to leave, Cousin Vinny got a call. Yeah, they did. From their surgery coordinator who was scheduling them for surgery mid-April. Yeah. That was going to be... Top surgery. Top surgery. What, six, seven weeks after your surgery had been? And you had originally committed to being their recovery caregiver. Right. But when they said the date, I thought, shit, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. But you need to take the date that you can get. Well, and they... They decided at that moment they were going to take the date and see what happened. And so they, and I was doing really, really good. You were, you really were. So, so at that point I had home and our lawyer friend traded places with me. Like we had talked about on the microphone last time yeah. that we were going to trade places and they would go take care of you. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. So you got, you were driving one way. He was driving the other. Yep. And because I had been wearing headphones all the time. Yes. I got it ear infection. And the day before I was leaving, I was trying to call like the the online doctor and my primary who is leaving their practice and going to a different practice. And I could not get a hold of anyone. No. So I'm driving back with really painful ear infection, cloggy ears, like cannot hear on one side, starting to get a little sore on the other side. Yeah, you needed to get home and go to urgent care. I did go to urgent care as soon as I got home. I got home around five and I was like, okay, I need to take a shower because I feel nasty, but there is an urgent care down in the city that stays open until nine. So I'm going to take my shower and then I'm going to go to the urgent care. And I did. Mm -hmm. And I had been under the impression that you and the lawyer friend would be coming home about a week later and I would have a week to just be in charge of the household, be responsible for 
for, but not responsible to, take care of myself, recover from being a caregiver, because I had been hit burnout hard. Yeah. And part of that, I'm sure, is because I should have taken more time off of work than I did. Maybe. But the thing that our lawyer friend and I were planning around was that we thought that that was a Thursday. You came home. He came there. He went there. Right. And um, the, the it was supposed to be snowing and it was supposed to clear on Monday and because Tuesday. atmospheric river, there were snowstorms off and on all across the Sierra Nevada. So driving back from San Francisco was going to be a matter of picking when you could get through. Yes. Like the day that I drove there, I could not get through. I had to go around. And y'all wanted to drive on a day you could get through. Right. Like when you left Finney's, you could get directly home. It mm-hmm. was a good day to drive. And he didn't have any problem getting to Vinny's. Mm-hmm. But we were watching the weather and it was starting to look like it was going to snow pretty much all week. And mm-hmm. that was making him very nervous. Right. And I was feeling okay. So I said, okay, well, we, we can go on Saturday. That's okay. I know that Jess would like some more downtime, but I also know you don't want to be stuck over here for two weeks because it's snowing the whole time. Right. So we drove back. Mm-hmm. So the soonest we would have came back was Monday. We came back Saturday instead. And it seemed fine. Well, this is be- this this has since become a pattern that it seems fine. Mm, it has. It has. Because you drove for many hours in a pickup truck that had the seat reclined and you were sitting on donuts and you were leaning on your arms off to the side. But even so, multiple hours, change in elevation, bumpy ride, you felt fine that day. And the next day or two, you really- I was so swollen again. Oh my gosh. It was so much pain and you had to go back on the pain meds and- Yeah. It probably set me back at least a week. And- Maybe more. Because you knew I had been so burned out, you were trying not to need me, but then you ended ended up with both of us feeling really bad about that. Yeah, yeah, I was trying, I was trying, uh, not to be a bother because, well, when we, when I first came back on the Saturday, I just sat there. I was so happy to just sit here and quiet. Oh my gosh, it was so it nice was to have nice quiet up. coming home. So nice to come home to quiet. Yeah. I mean, we love Vinny, but it, it, cities are noisy. Construction is noisy, et cetera. And it's quiet at our house. It really is. And, and the boy went out with his friends because it was mm-hmm. nice. It was nice out for one day. Yeah. And the other kid was probably somewhere or in their room. I don't know because I never know. I think they were out at their boyfriend's house, but anyway. And it seemed okay. And then by the nighttime and the next day, it wasn't okay. And I ended up on the payments. And so what I've learned since then is when I move around, it is going to seem okay for a little bit. And then when I am done moving around, such as I am right now sitting here with you, not actually sitting, you're sitting, I'm laying down. You are laying down. I have ice. You have ice because you got up and you sat at the dinner table with us earlier to eat dinner and you were getting up and doing a few things and you like switched some laundry over earlier and you know, just little puttery around the house I kind of things. I iced in between those things. You did ice between those things yeah. because if you don't, then you're going to be feeling it a few hours to a day or so later. And it's going to be bad. And that's the thing about this is that you end up having that delayed swelling and pain. Yeah. Like even taking a little tiny walk with our Jesus friend and Bob, who's not taking any strolls. I'm mm-hmm. not saying W word again. Bob will never believe me again because it's been so long. Aww. But we didn't go very far and I was really sore by that night. And that was the first time tonight sitting. I sat on both donuts at the dinner table for a very short time. 
time. And I got away from the dinner table and then I iced. Yes. And that's the way to do it. And that is almost six weeks later that you are sitting up. Yesterday was the first time you sat up in a chair for some while. And it was because we called our friend, the hairdresser, who has been your stylist and mine for a couple years now. Mm -hmm. And she is getting ready to move out of town. Yeah. And so I paid her to come and give you a house call haircut. Yes. And so we uh, we tried each type of way and eventually figured out two donut pillows. Two donut pillows on a dinner table chair. Yeah. And she's really quick. She so is. So I didn't have to worry that it was going to take very long. Yes. As soon as she was done, I got up, took a shower and sat on ice. Mm-hmm. That's what I do now. That's what you do now. You do a thing and then you sit on ice. I do. And if I am, like the other day, even though I was doing that and I what had not done a lot, I was sleeping a lot, but I think we had not figured out yet about the fistula. Okay. But I slept a lot and I was really swollen on one side of my ass and I just started taking alternatively the ibuprofen and the Tylenol. Yes. Because I had to do something. Yes. Besides ice. Yes. Besides ice and besides more opioid pain meds because I don't, you don't want those. I don't want those. Anymore. All done. Yeah. Since the swelling has gone down. Yes. Which it continues to do after six weeks, there is still slowly decreasing swelling. There is still swelling and it is still going down. Yes. And as the swelling has gone down, we find more and more of what your dick is actually going to end up looking like. Yeah, and we also find a problem. And we find the problems that the swelling was hiding as well. Yeah, so as soon as we figured out there was a problem, I called the clinic. And once again, they were really great about getting back to me, even though something was wrong with their phones. Like, I tried to call them, and then I sent a portal message to two of the nurses because I knew one of them might be off. And one of them called me back. So was in the middle of dealing with insanity of the boy's therapy session, trying to hook him up for telehealth and his mother being on there and the therapist needed to send me a different link so everybody could be on there. And not me, but I'm trying to... You're trying to get everything worked hover out, but it's, over a clus- him. it's a huge cluster. It's a huge cluster. And I thought I had it all set up ahead of time. And then in the middle of that, he disconnects himself and we have to do it again. And then so, no wonder the office ass. calls you back. No wonder I had a pain in my ass. <laughs> So she's calling me while this is happening. So I called her right away. I thought, this is a weird number, but I know it's her. Uh-huh. So I called her right back. I said, I was so glad she called me. You were in the room. So I put yep. her on speaker and I told her, okay, here's what's happening. I am leaking. I have a strong stream. And then you have drips coming from the wrong place. I have a leak and it's dripping. And she said, okay, very common. And I had been worried this whole time. Like, are we going to have to go there? How are we going to do that? You know? And she said, can you put your finger over it while you're peeing? And I said, yes, I love that solution. Thank you. <laughs> and the hope is that if you can keep keep the pee from pushing through as you are bearing down to pee, mm-hmm. that it will close itself up. Yes, because if we weren't talking about this fistula, we would instead be talking about how funny it is to try to pee. Because as the swelling was going down, be, during you know, since I had come home, the swelling was still so bad, I still had to pee into the little bucket because otherwise I was going to pee all over the bathroom. And it's a lot to clean up. You can just pee in the bucket. Yeah, they gave you a little bucket to measure your output and you just put that bucket over your whole area and just go. Right. And as the swelling went down, I started to get a regular stream. Uh-huh. So then I was all excited and I went in the bathroom. This reminds me of all those podcasts we made way back when about, about pe- figuring out us. STPs and things like that. Being yep. in a big boy potty. Oh my gosh. So I go in there to pee and I'm like trying not to pee like across the room. <laughs> 
And I'm, I'm like, wow, okay, this is, I'm going to figure this out. And then I get this leak because I noticed now I'm trying not to pee across the room and trying not to pee all over. Not drip all the way down your scrotum into your pants. My pants, the floor, the front of the toilet. So I'm getting like the coverage <laughs> of the room. And I'm like, shit. So then I have to get you and say, okay, when can you watch me pee? <laughs> So you can tell me, am I really leaking? And so we have to go and stand in the shower and I'm crouching, watching you pee to make sure that like, is this really what's happening? Right, because I wasn't sure if the stream was catching on a swollen area and that was making me drip or I really had a hole somewhere. Right, right. Because it was definitely a possibility that like some of your stream was being diverted by some... Swollen tissue. Think of when you pour coffee out of a pot into the mug and sometimes it runs down the side of the pot right? Yeah. But no, this was actually a fistula. You are leaking just above your scrotum. God damn it. I know because I was, you know, peeing all over the place. But not all over Florida. No, but I I was getting a lot of it into the toilet and I was happy about that. And then I end up leaking. So I'm really happy about the idea of just put your finger over it. But I am not having a huge amount of success with this right now because it is in a very hard to cover area while you are peeing. Well, yeah, like I said, it's just above your scrotum. You kind of have to reach all the way down and underneath to be able to plug it, which means like trying to get down and around while you're trying to stand and like it's not accessible at all. It's a bit of a yoga peeing, which is not (laughs) recommended while you're all swollen and stitched. But uh, I am trying various ways and just like any other time during this with with the catheter and then right when I had the catheter removed, I'm getting up every hour all night to pee and stuff. It's really hard to get managed at night because I'm not awake enough. Right. So like when when I was supposed to be after they took the folly out and I was supposed to be peeing into the measuring cup and then using the tube from the suprapubic catheter to measure the rest of the pee that was in my bladder. Typically during the day, I was like 10 ml. And during the middle of the night, I might be between 40 and 80 because I wasn't awake enough to finish peeing. I was so tired from getting up too many times. Yeah. And my body had been used to the catheter. So, right. Yeah. So now every time I have to get up to pee, it's this big ordeal because I have gloves in there and wipes in there and a mirror to try to see where I need to put my finger first. And I mean, it's just a big ordeal to pee. It is a big ordeal to pee but the fistula will close or it won't and then you'll have to have a couple stitches to close it. But either way, you are much closer to having what you wanted. I am. I am, definitely. And each time I get a day off from extra swelling or a stitch that's really been poking me for two days or whatever, I am totally thrilled. And I'm sleeping a lot Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to take it. I can get up for two hours and if I need to go back to sleep, I will and that's fine. Yep. And then I still go to bed at night. So yes, this is great because when we were still at Vinny's, I was sleeping weird hours and then I was up almost all night. It was bad. Because you kept having to get up and use the bathroom because your body was not used to like catheters and then not catheters and... And there's a was a lot of pain in the getting up and down part. And mm-hmm. and that pain would wake you all the way up. And the bathroom was all the way across the house. Yeah. And so, yeah, getting up to use the bathroom was a big ordeal. And then it 
would take forever to fall back asleep. So you were not sleeping well at night and you were sleeping odd napping times during the day, but you were getting a lot of sleep, but not restful sleep. Right. Now I'm getting restful sleep. And although it is really an ordeal to get up and pee at any point right now, it's either going to close, like you said, or not going to close. And if it doesn't close, I'll close it. If I can keep it from getting any bigger, great. We'll see what happens. We will. So. But I was joking with Vinny. I finally got to talk to Vinny the other day. Oh, yeah? You know, Vinny was trying to keep up to date all this time on how's it going and did find somebody else to come help them out. Mm -hmm. They have patched together just like we did a bunch of people. Yep. And uh, I was telling Vinny, well, I have this leaking problem, but at the same time, if I do plug the hole, I pretty much could pee all the way across the yard like... From the patio if I wanted to, you know, like at least yeah. I don't have a stricture. That's harder to fix. Yes. Vinny did find that amusing. So there you go. I think it's funny. I think it's funny too. Yeah. So more updates to come. But for now, wish me more success in peeing. We will. Thank you. So is that it for now? I think so. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Area of the city in which the hospital was located. Yes. Okay. Correct. Not like a certain area of the hospital or I was confused for a second. I'm like, what? No. no. Even though I know exactly what you're saying and I've heard this a couple times now. I'm sorry. That's just how we talk. It is. Yeah. I need to turn the page. Go ahead. B? Oh. What, what do I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Me either. So... I think yoga peeing is now our new episode title. There we go. Yeah. It sounds healthier and more wholesome than it is. Yoga peeing? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I'm listening. But for now... Wish me more success in peeing. Damn it, dog. More updates to come, but for now... Wish me up. uh... Yeah, Bob's, Bob's fault. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!